This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Paranormal Pets. For today's episode, we are speaking with Laura Humphrey, who is a certified hypnotist who specializes in past life regressions and spiritual exploration. Interestingly enough, she also has a paranormal investigation background and has always been curious to uncover the truth about non-physical experiences. And this includes past lives as animals. So we are going to get started with her right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Paranormal Pets. We have Laura with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Brandy. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being on the show. And it's, it's interesting because as an artist, you and I met by chance at a local art show. Uh, we, we both had tables. They were right next to each other. And as we talked, it turns out that you also did paranormal investigation with the group I know. Yeah. Uh, was that synchronicity or what? I mean, it was, and then, you know, you started talking about the past life regressions and the hypnosis, uh, the hypnotherapy. And it was just like, oh my gosh. And then it gets even more wild because, and I, I still can't thank you enough. It was a well-attended, particularly online spirits meeting, but you were coming to a Spirits of St. Petersburg meeting that I was holding here at the studio. And my person that I had scheduled had a sinus and ear infection. She was fine, but felt a little tired the night before. And then, you know, literally throughout the day, she's texting me. She went to her doctor. She was trying to see what she could do to get there. We were talking about Skyping. And then at the end, at like 4.30, two hours before the event, she was like, I am just too sick to do it. Mm-hmm. And then a second synchronicity, then you texted and you're like, you plan to be there. And at the last minute, I asked you to step in and you did a great presentation for the Spirits of St. Petersburg meeting. Uh, people really enjoyed it. There was even a, a little bit of a Facebook glitch because a few other folks wanted to ask you questions. So we're going to you know, try to see what we can work out and have you come back again. But oh, yeah. during that meeting, and this is where it gets to be so wild, during that meeting, you started talking about past lives, and then you talked about a past life as an animal. So can you tell us, or, or can we kind of kind of go back to that idea about, let's start with this. What are past lives, and, and who has them? 
Well, it's my personal belief that everybody and anybody has had a past life, but we don't always recall them. It's it's a spiritual adventure, a journey of sorts that anybody can dive into. And depending on, you know, your your life's goals, like on a spiritual development path, like sometimes it can be very therapeutic and very important for a person to uncover their past lives so that they can heal trauma, get over any phobias, or again, dive in deeper into the emotional spectrum of things and understand why they might be feeling a certain way towards people or animals in their lives, what type of bonds and connections we have with those around us. And what I do with hypnosis is I allow people to gain more self-awareness by diving into the subconscious mind where all of our long-term memories, including past lives, can be stored. You can recall any of this information just about, it's about going into it with an open heart kind of or uh, with an open mindset if you're willing to do that deep diving into your subconscious you can uncover all sorts of things and again it can be just a very therapeutic experience and enlightening as well and it was it was interesting because um you know you started we both have had these kind of unusual experiences I was telling you about the the time I was walking in the park. I was in my early 20s. It was mid-morning and a beautiful day. And I I was literally between footsteps and I had this whole weird vision. I mean, it, it and the way I described it is it felt like a bubble popped and it was just all of this information at once. It was really cool. But, you know, that I had been a minister in the Midwest. I was a hardcore conservative, a male uh, very tall, like over six feet. And I, I kind of was so much taller than everybody else that I hunched over. Uh, I was older. I was ugly. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but you know, that, I mean, it was just such a description, a little bit about the life of the individual. And it, it was the freakiest thing because it literally happened between footfalls and it was just this revelation. And you mentioned that this relates perhaps to the meditative element that people can experience these past lives. Is that right? That's right. The biggest thing that people don't realize is that we go in and out of hypnosis every day. Hypnosis is just a word that is used for the technique into focusing into the subconscious mind. But anything can produce a hypnotic effect, anything rhythmic, monotonous, any sort of event that has a pattern can induce a hypnotic effect. And I, that's what I believe happened with you, especially just going on a walk. You're able to kind of not be concerned about what's happening in your physical state of being. You're just walking. It's a normal, it's a, it's a pattern. So that allows you to go into the subconscious mind more easily and uncover all sorts of information. It was really interesting. And then as we were talking, you mentioned a few of your own past lives. And one of these included as a dog. Yes. Oh, gosh, that was so... That was just one of those past life memories that I was not expecting to have when I did have it because I've been trying to discover more and more pieces to my own personal past life history over the last several years since I've been getting into hypnosis more and more. And it becomes an easier and easier thing for me to do where I go into a meditative state and I just try to allow and see what comes to my awareness. And I've seen many lifetimes, several different lifetimes as human. And then lo and behold, one comes out of nowhere for me, which, yes, I, I saw myself as a dog. And it was 
that I was trying to be passed off as a Mexican hairless dog by my owner, but um, I was not. I was some sort of small breed, but he was very aggressively trying to like shave my fur off of me. And it was just like, and I was getting nicks and cuts and it was just not a good owner to pet relationship. And I was very fearful of him. And then I recalled seeing myself like looking, peering out from underneath a porch, like being afraid that he was going to come back and come home. And then I realized as I'm looking out, I'm like questioning this in my mind, like, why does everything look funny? And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I'm a dog. They're the way they see color is totally different. I was just so amazed that that was one of those things that I noticed in that memory. It was such a crazy but awesome thing to recall. And so how do you think that impacted you today? I mean, what does that tell you about you? Well, I was able to identify the relationship I had with that particular individual, like who they were in relation to my life. So I've been able to make peace with a lot other with other aspects and understanding that person and why some of their behaviors have come forward with them into this lifetime. And as well, it was another thing where I realized me becoming a, an animal was by choice. The human lifetime that I had experienced prior to that was not a very pleasant one either. And it was, I was trying to escape my problems. Like, I don't want to deal with humans anymore. Just make me an animal. And I was shown then, like, even still, you can't escape your problems. You have to, you can't run away from them. And so that was another enlightening lesson for me to learn from it all. And then after the canine lifetime, you came back as a human again? Yes. And when I was a canine, that was around, I believe, the 1950s. And it's not concrete. It's not totally clear, but that's what it felt like. And mm -hmm. that's kind of like an intuitive knowing. And that can be what you get with most of the recollections. You might not have physical or uh, concrete dates to go off of, but you just kind of feel it out sometimes. And then Yes, as far as I can recall, which after the 1950s, things are a little fuzzier for me. I haven't fully been able to dive into those past lives yet. But I believe I had some kind of life in South Africa, maybe around the 70s. Mm -hmm. But it, so there was a little bit of a gap. But the details of that one are a little fuzzy for me still. Okay. Do you think that you and the owner, you know, will reincarnate and cross paths again? Oh, definitely. Definitely. They're a family member to me in this lifetime, and I won't divulge uh, exactly who it is, but yes, it, we're, we're connected strongly, and a lot of our relationship is totally different in this lifetime than it was before, totally remedied, but especially, and that comes with age, you know, people grow up finally, and mm -hmm. I was, I've been able to see that, and it's been for the better, and again, allowing me a greater peace of mind with that relationship and that dynamic. And that seems to be the pattern that I get with most of the past life recollections that I have, where you can identify, not all the time, but a lot of the times you can identify the people that you might be recalling in the past life memory as people you recognize from your current lifetime. And the roles change. The who they, how they're related to you or what sort of relationship you have with them, that changes from lifetime to lifetime. And, uh, so, and I do believe that no matter what, until you're able to fully embrace them and understand them and accept them for as they are, that's a form of unconditional love. And ultimately, when we show that for others, we're showing that for ourselves. And that allows us to grow spiritually and to find peace 
and find our place and everything. And it gets us to a healthier state of mind, ultimately, altogether. It kind of reminds me of a, a, a saying in Buddhism that uh, we should treat everybody as if they were our mother, because at some point in our existence, they were. Oh, exactly. Which is kind of a, a really interesting idea, right? Right, right. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Because you just, you never know. I believe that even on, there's, there's no black and white issue. I mean, there's good and there's bad, but we have to learn how to see both perspectives. I mean, someone could have hurt us greatly in some way, but why are they acting in that way or what caused them to react in that particular manner? Try to understand them so that we can accept that which we can't control, but we can, again, with that greater acceptance, show unconditional love. And ultimately, we get that back in return. So it all plays itself out together. That's really, really neat. And on that note, we're going to pause for just a moment. Uh, we've got a, a few commercial messages. And then uh, when we get back, we will uh, we'll work on concluding this interview. So stay tuned and hold on for just a moment. Time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. If you're attacked by a bear, a dog will throw himself into the mouth of a bear to save you. Dogs are dogs. They pour out their love onto you. Before long, you can't live without them. I have a chocolate cocker spaniel named Lady and a blackmouth cur. He's about 120 pounds, and his name is Arlo. My little cocker, her coat's as soft as a stuffed animal. They're both real soft coats, and my dogs don't have any health problems because they're eating what they need to eat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is like pouring a multivitamin right onto their food. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. We'll be scooping our Dynavite onto the food, then squirting the liquor chops and the fish oil. They start salivating. Dynavite is nutrition. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. It's a lot of responsibility owning a dog. I get my Dynavite at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio dot com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Brandy Stark. And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. So we are talking about new life, reincarnation, that we are not necessarily just showing up as human, that we can come back as animal, and that our relationships from one lifetime to another, uh, we kind of continuously cross over. So I know, for example, I had one person who looked at me and my mother once and said, you know, I see your past life. And uh, that was unexpected, but I'm okay. And she said, you were a, uh, like a proconsul. She didn't use the term, but it was a proconsul, a Roman authority, uh, an administrator of Egypt. You were pretty high up in the hierarchy. And, uh, and your mother was your advisor then. 
And I, I thought that was interesting because that would mean both of us were men. And then when I had my own flashback to that miserly, and he was just, he was mean. He was a mean guy. I mean, it was just, it was weird. But I realized that his daughter had made him very upset because she had run off to get married to somebody that he didn't approve of. And, you know, pastors and their families are always held in, you know, kind of this fishbowl effect. And that her defiance was just horrible for the family. And that it turns out in this life, that soul became my mother, you know, so kind of a reversal of roles. When it comes to, and I know personally, I haven't had any, any past life, you know, animal reflections. I've oftentimes said, you know, if I, if I do reincarnate, first of all, if you see me on the other side, please tell me just to stay there for a while, because <laughs> like you, humanity drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think I just need a break. But then I've also jokingly said, you know, I should come back as a superior being. I would come back as a pug. Of course. So Mm -hmm. how does that work? I mean, you're saying that we have the choice. So we can reincarnate as a rat, as a cat, as a pug, or is this something that is kind of more random? I think it does depend on each individual's personal experience, you know, that that's where there can be so much debate on exactly how it plays out. Even I don't know exactly all the bits and pieces that I've or had information given to me. It's understanding that each individual's perspective and their own personal beliefs will influence what they choose after their life, current lifetime or previous lifetimes are up. They can choose to kind of not do anything after death. They can choose to just kind of either remain in a ghostly state for some time or they can try to, what I believe, go towards other kind of dimensional planes to find new information that might not have been divulged to them in any other non-physical form. But at the same time, we kind of, with the soul groups that we travel in, again, the people that you know now, you've traveled with before in some way, there have been glimpses in which I was able to recall pre-planning a lifetime with those individuals, again, in a spiritual type form, but we all kind of get together and decide like, okay, well, let's try this. If you and I have this type of relationship or this dynamic in this lifetime, that'll allow X, Y, Z to happen. It'll allow certain events to unfold. And all of it is with the purpose of gaining new insight, new perspectives, and understanding a relationship in a different way. That's all we're all trying to do is what do we need to learn from in our current lifetimes or previous lifetimes in order to, again, understand all things so that we can grow more spiritually and advance ourselves. And I know you you offer workshops, which I'm hoping that we can get you scheduled here because I think that would be uh, just absolutely phenomenal. But I wondered, would you ever offer workshops in which people can try to to find their animal selves in the past? Well, anytime I do any of my workshops, I never know exactly where a person's going to go. It's up to them in their own spiritual path, which, yes, they can decide I'm going to do this with the intent of uncovering my animal self. But that may or may not be pertinent to them in this moment, in that particular moment on, is this going to help them grow or is it going to hold them back? Is it going to be an escape or is it going to be what they need to advance? It's going to be up to the individual at any point in time that they do a workshop. I never know where they're going to go. But my workshops are 
available for anybody that has an open mind and is at least wanting to try. And I love seeing where it is that anybody goes. It's different every time and it's a different experience for everyone, but it's amazing nonetheless. It sounds it. I am actually looking very much forward to uh, to seeing what happens. So I'm, I'm signing up for one. It's, yeah. We're just we're going to work it out. And I think it'd be fun to offer to, to folks that are in this area. But the other thing I thought was so interesting is that you are also uh, a sensitive and an intuitive. And when you were here for that spirits meeting, I had Patroclus with me and we're at Art Lofts, which is, uh, is my home base for both the spirits and my art. And what I think is so interesting is that Art Lofts definitely has some entities. It has probably three to four, maybe five now, because it seems like every time, and they, they all kind of appear differently when they want to. But what was so strange is that I have watched Pandora, who's with me today, at one art walk, uh, she just became super intently focused on that doorway. And she was watching, there's nobody out there. It was kind of a, a lull in the walk. And at first I thought she was hearing something, you know, I didn't pay much attention, but she became so focused and she was watching like somebody was going by. And at one point she actually, she left the studio and I, I kind of let her and I followed her and, uh, and she walked right across the lobby to the stairwell. And I'm like, it was odd. It, this was not normal behavior for her. And then at the spirits meeting, Patroclus, who is our official paranormal pug, did something similar where he started looking at the doorway right around the same time period. So I'm going to have to pay attention to this and was very intently looking at something outside. And you actually really helped to reinforce that. I was so pleased <laughs> that uh, as a sensitive and intuitive, you also were able to, to kind of sense what was going on. Does that happen often? I mean, it's, it's funny for me because it's kind of a, normally when the pug sense something, you know, it, they're kind of on their own. I haven't often had the pugs kind of sensing something and then a sensitive going, oh yeah, they're right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, all right, go pugs. So, you know, how does that work? I mean, have you had that happen before? I kind of have had it happen before. It really depends on where I'm at and if I'm being fully open to sensing anything because I'm very much able to shut that off. It's kind of more of a chore for me to turn it on, but that becomes easier and easier with time. I've had it before where I had friends that were in the midst of moving and they were in a temporary stay at a family home. And when I go over there, she had mentioned to me that it's a got a funny vibe, but she never fully elaborated to me what that meant in a paranormal sense. But her and her roommate had how many cats? Gosh, there was like four cats, I think, with them. And when we're all hanging out in the temporary home, for a minute there, like one of the cats was behaving a little more rambunctious or a little more funny than the others. And I'm just instantly, I kind of had to shift gears in my mind. I'm like, what is this cat picking up on? And as soon as I did that mentally, I could feel the energy or could sense the, the, the entity that was in the home. And I was like, whoa, okay. So these cats are definitely aware of what's happening here, whether we are or not. But that's just one incident that I can recall at the moment, but it does happen. I mean, animals are incredible creatures. They are far more sensitive to things that, again, we all kind of have in a sense, shut off to an extent. And we all kind of have to learn how to uncover that forgotten information or that forgotten senses. So to Absolutely. Speak. Well, like I, said, I was just, that was neat for me. I was really, really thrilled. So I think Patroclus might have a future as a paranormal bug. I'm oh, hoping yeah. so. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, you and I, the other odd synchronicity is that we both have kind of uh, shifted careers recently. And so you are definitely very hardcore into, into the workshops and the hypnosis and the past life regressions. Mm-hmm. You're taking, um, you, you've taken the plunge yeah. and um, you're an independent business. So if people want to get in contact with you, how can they do so? How can they find out about your workshops or if you do anything distance learning? How do you recommend people contact you? Well, I do recommend anybody and everybody contacting me either by email or personal messages just to ask questions first, because the more information I'm able to clarify with an individual before we even begin actual work, the better. So people can email me at L-O-R-A hypnosis, all one word, at gmail.com for one. And it can also contact me at my phone number, either phone calls or text messages work, 727-643-3953. And again, I'm happy to answer any questions people have because that is so important for anybody to know what to expect, to know what they're getting into before they dive into it. I don't want anybody going into a hypnosis session with me and question or doubt the process because then it just, it's not going to work. It's not going to produce the results we want. And I want all my clients to feel comfortable and secure and to know that they have been best informed as possible so that it just is a very comfortable, relaxing and insightful work that we do together. All right. And uh, do you have any particular animal charities or charities that uh, that you want to plug or support? I have an affinity for Suncoast Animal League in Pinellas County. They have done so many great works and I've had previous experiences with past employment where, okay, we're in a store and now an animal has gotten in. How do we help this critter? And uh, they have always kind of come to the rescue and helped and they are such a great organization. I absolutely love them and support them wholly. Wonderful. Well, as we wrap up this episode, I'm going to remind everybody to definitely support your local animal rescues, no matter where you are in the world. Uh, They're very, very important. I've got Florida Rat Rescue that I usually plug. And then of course, Pug Rescue of Florida. There's many, many fine organizations. We want to thank you, Lori, so, so much for doing this. I mean, you are just a wealth of information and uh, it's just been delightful. I'm just so glad that we met and that all of this has worked out. It's just been really incredible. Oh, yeah. It's been a treat. I'm very glad we've been in touch now, Brandy. And I'm so excited for what the future has to come for us both. Yes, me too. A little afraid, but also very excited (laughs) and definitely not bored. (laughs) So to our listeners out there, I just want to wish you a very happy haunting and we'll be back hopefully with some new episodes soon thanks for listening pet life radio presents paranormal pets where you can always expect the unexpected each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters ghosts totems psychic animals animal souls animal angels and animals in religion with a little cryptozoology thrown in step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com 